0: We're back on the big show, KTGR, KTGR.com, and the KTGR app with Andy and Brendan. And joining us now on the KTGR hotline is our good friend Matt Hamilton. You can find him over at FanDuel TV as a part of Up and Adams every weekday. And, of course, follow him on Twitter at MattHamilton25. Matt, appreciate you coming on, as always. Uh, this uh, playoff season uh, for the Chiefs is looking like one that May not look as uh, the same as uh, the last few years, but uh, I-, I wonder how you're looking at their their spot in the three seed with the way that they finished the season and whether or not they might be able to to pick themselves up this quickly uh, this week as they face the Dolphins.
1: Well, Andy, first of all, appreciate you having me back. i always love hopping on with you, but uh, yeah, it is it's it's a little bit of a different feel than we're than we're used to uh, heading into this for the Chiefs, but. I, I kind of like the spot that they're in right now. I mean, in that AFC, there's really nobody outside of the Ravens who look fantastic here down the stretch. Uh, and they're getting a Dolphins team here uh, that is incredibly banged up. We know the conditions out there are supposed to be fr- absolutely frigid for Saturday night, um, which I think does play into the Chiefs' saver a little bit here. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, we heard Mahomes kind of talk about it yesterday where he thinks that they're going to be able to flip a switch here in the postseason. And with the way this defense is playing uh, and has played all year long, I, you know, I think nationally the Chiefs are really being considered a legitimate contender even with Mahomes and with everything that they've done. But I really do think that uh, this team is still as dangerous as ever.
0: Yeah, and if especially if they get the the pass catching uh, issues worked out, because it seems that's just been something that's held back the offense so much. I, I wonder, you know, with with how the offense has been trying to operate even through those issues, what you might be seeing out there on film, and uh, what's what what might be holding the Chiefs back the most, whether it's just guys simply not catching the ball or or, or just cohesiveness in general with the entire group.
1: Yeah, and I I think there's a few different factors here that have kind of built off of each other. I think, you know, we have seen the drops and the mistakes from the receivers, and I think some of that has caused Mahomes to press a little bit more than we've seen in the past. Um, He's he's tried to force some bigger plays at points. He's tried to force some things that aren't necessarily there at points. And uh, part of the reason, too, sometimes things aren't there the way they used to be is I think – some defenses have lost a little bit of the fear that they that they once had in the Chiefs, and we saw, you know, typically with Mahomes and his big playability, uh, with some of the speed that they've had out there, in Tyreek Hill, it would have been, you know, looked at as kind of suicide to play man uh, against that offense, and now everybody's playing man against the Chiefs. And it's creating tighter throwing windows. It's creating plays where there's really nowhere to go with the football. And uh, that's what we've really seen consistently when the Chiefs have struggled. It's teams being really aggressive in coverage and playing man. And, uh, you know, I think there's ways to adjust to that, call some more man beaters. I think we've seen Rasheed Rice really getting better and better every single week. I think he's established himself as the number one in this offense. And uh, you're hoping that week off for Travis Kelsey in week 18 helps him get a little bit healthier and and back to the Kelsey that we saw last year. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, hopefully this, you know, getting into the playoffs, the fresh start that we talk about uh, with teams getting into the playoffs, hopefully it makes Mahomes kind of realizing, he did say it yesterday, he's like, our defense is so good, you know, we don't need to score 40 points a game. We just need to score enough to win. And I think if they have that mentality offensively and, and stop trying to press, because really it's the turnovers and the critical mistakes that have held them back more than anything. Um, number two defense in the league, you just have to hold on to the ball and score enough points to win. And it's something we haven't seen before. <laughs> We haven't seen them win that way in these paths to the Super Bowl, but it's something I think they can do. I think they're good enough on D.
0: Matt Hamilton, producer and on-air host for FanDuel TV here on the big show, KTGR and KTGR.com. And and certainly they have shown that uh, defensively, that they're one of the better units in the NFL. But... against this Dolphins team, which we know for sure that their offense can be pretty explosive and and you have to watch out for their big play potential. Uh, that's a really interesting matchup this weekend. Of course, uh, Miami's going to have to deal with the cold and they're not used to that, not as used to it as the Chiefs. But what is the Kansas City's defense maybe in for a little bit, uh, especially if maybe Jalen Waddle comes back or if uh, one of their other playmakers is back on the field?
1: Yeah, and when they're when the Dolphins are at full strength, it's all about the speed. It's, you know, Mostert is one of the fastest backs we have in the league, and HN is right up there with him. Um, but, you know, Mostert's status is in question. As you mentioned, Waddle's status is in question. Tyreek hasn't quite looked the same either. He's played through that ankle injury, but you can see it. He's not... You know, if he can get some of the straight line stuff done. He's not cutting the same way, um, and it seems like there's a point in every game where you know he's down on the ground and it's and it's not, and it's killing him. So, um, you know, when they're at their the peak of their powers, that speed is really really dangerous. But that's the thing I'm seeing with this team right now. It's just that they've you know we talk about it as part of, part of making these Super Bowl runs is being healthy at the right time, and the Dolphins are just they're a mess right now with all these injuries on both sides of the ball. Um, but if they get Waddle back, if they get Mercer back, that speed is going to be the biggest thing because you can bottle them up for 90% of the plays, but if they get a couple of those big plays, that could be enough to kind of swing this game.
0: Yeah, we'll see uh, what happens there as uh, Miami tries to get a little bit healthier and uh, the Chiefs defense trying to continue uh, their strong season into the playoffs. Now... uh with that game being a, a pretty big swing one for the AFC playoff picture and and how the bracket could play out i just wonder because you mentioned earlier it's just it seems wide open other than baltimore it seems that there's one team just far and away ahead of everybody else in that field and it's, it's just a matter of who they might be facing in the AFC championship game but i wonder how much chaos you maybe expect before we we get to that point and and if the ravens do end up getting there who might give them the biggest scare in the end?
1: Yeah, it's a good question because yeah, while things are kind of wide open, there are some teams that scare you. I mean, Cleveland. Um, we've seen Cleveland beat Baltimore already this year. The way that Flacco is playing and airing it out and letting it rip, and and Amari Cooper and what they have going on defensively, I think that's a team that you can look at um, that has the potential to make a run. Um, I you know I think ultimately Flacco's turnovers are the biggest concern there because he is while well, he's putting up a ton of yards, throwing some touchdown bombs, he's uh, he is a, a little loose with the football, and you think that's going to catch up with them eventually. But um, but I do look at Cleveland as a team that I would not want to based on, on for a one-game, you know, loser-go-home playoff situation. Uh, that's a team that scares me a lot.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll certainly see what uh, what happens with the Browns and whether the Ravens can handle them if that is, in fact, the matchup coming up uh, next week. Uh, on the NFC side, Matt, I mean, it seems like there's a very clear tier above, uh, you know, the but below the three four teams there aren't too many teams that maybe have a huge chance to get to the championship game but i just wonder how you maybe see the the three-headed monster i suppose of of the niners the cowboys and i guess if you put the lions in that category over the eagles at this point it's been kind of crazy to see that happen but i think i would maybe have that three grouping and say well someone's going to be left out of the champ game not sure who
1: yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with you. And uh, it's um, it's interesting how everything has unfolded there because it looked like the Eagles were, you know, going to be the class of the NFC again right up there with the Niners, and it's just falling apart on them. Um, and, yeah, it's really going to be, I think, we're looking at who's, who's getting out at the right time. And I think, uh, you know, the Rams are certainly scary from that front with what they've done over the last month and a half of the season. Um, I still think the Niners – you know, are very clearly the team to beat. They're the most complete team, top to bottom. But, you know, things get crazy in these playoffs. You never really know.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely does get crazy. It also is it is really interesting to maybe see the dynamic within the Cowboys. Like, like, look, I mean, they're back in this spot again. They're the two seed. They're they were division champs. There's not much to complain about, but. I mean, Mike McCarthy will give you a lot of reasons to complain, it seems, uh, with yeah. how he does as a head coach. I wonder how much uh, pressure there is on that organization all of a sudden. I mean, look, Jerry Jones can be an oak sometimes and doesn't make coaching changes all that quickly. But is there pressure to make a certain round for this Dallas team in order for you to think maybe that they're still uh, heading in the right direction and, and trying to keep taking steps forward?
1: Absolutely, and I think Jerry kind of set that tone right after the season ended. Um, you know, he said they're going to evaluate things kind of round by round. And for this Cowboys team, I think it's I think it's the NFC title game. I think you got it. They haven't been there since '95 when they won that Super Bowl. You have to at least get to the NFC Championship game. I think if you're Mike McCarthy, to feel fully comfortable with your job, if they if they dropped, you know, the drop this one in the first round of the Packers, you know. Bill Belichick's <laughs> no, no. What Bill Belichick's situation is, um, you know, as, as good a job as McCarthy has done with this team, getting to the playoffs for you know three straight seasons, which is something you know they hadn't done in 25 years. Um, you know, you can't take that away from him, but that question is: is he the guy that's going to get them, take them all the way? And you know, that's the Cowboys. View things differently. As we know, Jerry views things differently. That's that's all that matters Um, is that Lombardi, nothing else really matters. So if Jerry doesn't think he's that guy and you have a Belichick sitting out there, you have to think he's going to he's going to really heavily pursue
0: that. Matt Hamilton with FanDuel TV here on the big show, KTGR and KTGR.com. And we talked a little bit about the Lions. I Fascinated by their matchup as uh, Matthew Stafford and the Rams face off against them in Detroit with Stafford coming back to where he played for a long time. Uh, Seems like a fascinating game, and, and and two offenses that are that are really clicking. I, I wonder how you maybe see it, and uh, whether there's a chance that the Rams do in fact uh, pull off an upset that I think would shock some people.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, you know, I think the Rams are starting. From what I'm saying, they're starting to become that kind of trendy pick to pull off the upset uh, because they've been so hot to end of the season because. Stafford and that offense has been so explosive. Um, and it is, it is such an interesting storyline as you mentioned with Stafford going back in there, but for golf, like there's a a lot of pressure, you know, hosting, you know, being the starting quarterback host in the first playoff game in Detroit in 30 years. And then you have the guy that you were traded for coming in and knock you off. That was beloved by that fan base. It's, it's hard to envision a situation that puts more pressure on a guy than Jared Goff. And, um, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see how he handles that. You know, obviously these guys are all human, you know, that stuff factors in and um, it's gonna be an immense amount of pressure on golf. I think getting off to a quick a fast start, getting in the rhythm, building some confidence right out of the gates is gonna be the key for them. Um, because otherwise things can snowball a little bit, you know, nobody knows Jared Goff's strengths and weaknesses more than Sean McVay. Um, and, and putting together this game plan to face the Lions. So it is, to me, the most fascinating matchup we have on the schedule this weekend, and I'm, I'm so excited for it. I'm a big fan of everything golf has done this year. I, kinda, I, I, I want this one for him you know, with everything that he went through with that trade, everything else. I think it'd just be an incredible story if he's able to pull this off and, and knock McVay and the Rams out of the playoffs.
0: That would certainly be something, and all eyeballs will be on that uh, come uh, Sunday night between the Rams and the Lions. As we start off, uh, what should be an, an interesting playoff bracket in the NFL this year. And great to chat all things football with Matt Hamilton, producer and on-air host for FanDuel TV. You can find him on Up and Adams uh, every morning, and also at on Twitter at Matt Hamilton twenty-five. Matt, thanks so much for coming on. As always, uh, enjoy the playoffs coming up, and uh, we'll talk again soon.
1: Thanks for having me, Andy. Sounds good.